Hello, it's Shelley F. Knight, bringing you Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. show we're joined by Camilla Jameson and she's a psychic medium angelic life coach and an intuitive so hello Camilla hi I'm so excited to be here chatting to you Shelley bless you I can't wait for this we've had so many men on the show recently and we're going to have not only a woman but one that's going to talk about this most amazing positive change so we're going to get straight on in please do share your positive change Okay, so my positive change actually started when I was just six years old. And it is, quite frankly, the most singular, most profound moment of my life. Um, And it basically set the path for what I do now and the work that I do and the business that I have now. So when I was six years old, um, my brother was very, very unwell. Um, He had been suffering with a lot of chest problems. He was five years older than myself. Um, He'd been going back and forth to the pediatrician. He had a partial collapsed lung. Um, So he was very poorly. My mum was having to do physiotherapy on him every morning. Um, And we had a scheduled appointment uh, at the pediatrician's that day. Um, And basically the outcome, had had the x-rays not been sort of clear, would be the next step would be surgery. So it was a really anxious, difficult time for us um, as a family. And I'll talk about exactly what happened because I remember it so specifically, (laughs) even now. So we were getting our shoes on, we were getting our stuff together to go out the door, to go to the pediatricians, to have this really important kind of results of his recent x-rays. And my mum said to me, can you go upstairs, Camilla, and can you close the windows? And we live on a split level house. So I went up the stairs and um, closed the windows behind me and... I turned around and in the window, which was open in front of me, physical form, as physical as you're there in front of me now, was the outline, the white light outline of an angel. Uh, And it didn't have any distinct features, as in hair, eyes, anything like that. There was no feminine, masculine. It was just a beautiful white light outline. And I stopped in my tracks and I had no fear. I had no doubt. I think, I think if I'd seen something now, maybe with sort of the, the beliefs that we build up as we grow, I might have had some fear. But as a child, you know, we're more receptive and open and just accepting. But I knew, I, I, I almost had, I knew it was an angel. And, and I had um, three pieces of information that this angel communicated with me in that moment. And I can only kind of describe it as almost like a telepathic knowing. It was like a telepathic conversation, you know. Um, There was no uh, physical sort of audible sound. It literally was like a transplant of a conversation. Um, And it's the first thing that it said was this was an angel. And I knew a hundred million percent that this was an angel in front of me. It wasn't spirit, it wasn't anything else. It was an angel. And it was hovering. It was just hovering in the window, just just this white light outline, this kind of body with the wings, um, just just hovering in the window. And I knew that it was an angel. Um, And I knew that the next thing that it said was that 
everything was going to be okay. That was the second thing, literally like someone's saying it to my face, everything's going to be okay. And the third thing that it said was that the x-ray results were going to be clear. And, and but literally almost as quick as that, all of that had kind of happened, it just went, just, just, just disappeared. And I made my way to the window, I shut the window, went back downstairs again. I didn't shout out to my mum, I didn't call out, I didn't say, come and look at this or anything like that. It was almost like it was just for me in that moment. It was just solely for me. Um, so we went off to, to the pediatrician's office and um, my mum later told me that in the car, I kept saying to her, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to be clear. Um, and when we got into the office, I remember sort of sitting separately and the, the doctor was showing my mum and my brother the x-ray results. And I was just saying, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And, and the doctor couldn't believe, he said he was so shocked at this transformation in the results of the x-ray from what they had it sort of expected to be happening with his health condition. Um, and, and, and I just knew, you know, and it's funny because it wasn't actually until a few years later where I actually told my mum that I'd had this experience and shared it with her. And she said to me, why didn't you tell me? Like, why, why didn't you discuss it with me? I just said, you know what? I said, it was just, it's like, it's just for me. I, I just knew that it was just, that moment was just for me. Um, and I was brought up sort of, our background was more sort of Pentecostal Christian. So the idea of, um, you know, sort of angel cards, mediumship and things like that was sort of frowned upon from my background. Um, but I had that experience and, and that experience, first of all, it made me realize that there is more there is more than what we think in this physical realm. Mm -hmm. And I had, and, and obviously still have, 100 million percent belief in the angelic realm, in the role of the angels, in their role to provide us with messages. They can come and give us messages to comfort, to protect us, a loving energy that we can connect to uh, at any time. And as I grew older um, and I, um, I struggled a lot with um, self-worth as I grew older, I struggled a lot with insecurity. Um, <clears throat> I'd had a difficult relationship with my father. Um, he was quite a narcissistic man. He'd, he'd been quite abusive to my mum. And I'd witnessed that as a child. And I struggled with anxiety sort of growing up um, and uh, sort of uh, fears of abandonment, um, insecurity, anxiety. And um, I sort of dabbled into cards and mediumship when I was about sort of 20. That was really interesting. And I thought, well, you know what? If that was real and if angels are real, what else? What else is out there <laughs> that we don't know about, you know, um, and that we haven't looked at? So I bought my first angel card deck when I was about, I think about 80, eight, well, probably about 1920. And um, would just pull a card, you know, for a little bit of guidance. I got very into the idea of mediumship and connecting with the spiritual realm because again I was thinking well you know angels are real you know spirits must be real as well what else is out there what else do we not know um and then you know as life kind of happens you sort of drift in and out of the spirituality and I never really sort of went anywhere with it until about four or five years ago when we had uh my family had a very significant life change we had a big relocation um very sudden 
moving up the country about two and a half hours away from my family. Um, and, you know, I lived in the same place for 30 years. So, and I had a two year old at the time. So it was huge. It was really, really big. And um, I struggled with uh, depression. I struggled with um, my appearance. I put on a lot of weight during that time. Um, I struggled with sort of fitting in, feeling secure, feeling, loving myself and accepting myself massively. And I kind of had no direction. I had no job when we moved up. Um, I didn't know what to do. I was sort of on my own with this child while my partner was, was going to work. My family were down there and I really, really struggled. And um, I got my cards out. <laughs> I remember getting my cards out again and um, just literally just pulling some for myself just for a bit of guidance, you know. Um, <clears throat> and um, then I sort of decided I might offer it out to some friends, you know, because I enjoy doing it and, um, you know, I would receive very clear information. And the information that I comes through to me comes through in the same way that it did when I was a child. So that kind of telepathic knowing, that kind of implantation of information is how I now receive information. So I would do some reading. I just sort of pulled some cards for some friends and people on the internet. And I was surprised at how accurate the information was and how much it resonated with them. So I thought, oh, okay, wow, you know, <laughs> people are interested in this. And before I knew it, I almost had this like mini waiting list of people. Um, so yeah, so I, <laughs> I basically, um, I kept seeing angel feathers as well outside the house. As, as more and more I was doing this, I kept seeing these sort of signs. Um, feathers would just appear outside the door. And I was given the name Angelic Connections angelic connections with camilla which is my now business and kind of brand um and i set up a facebook page and and, and the main aim of the facebook page wasn't actually for business or financial reasons it was just to help people it was just to kind of spread the idea that i felt i needed to share with the world that we do all have angels that they do exist that they are a million percent there and that anybody can connect with them and that they can provide us with messages and information um so my, my business kind of stemmed from that process and my spirituality has grown um, uh, to the point where I now do something called angelic life coaching, which really combines spirituality and connecting with the angelic realms with some key sort of principles of self-love and self-acceptance. I lost six stone in weight um, as well. So I went from a hugely overweight uh, sort of BMI to healthy BMI weight. Um, I didn't have antidepressants anymore. I came off my antidepressants. I found a passion and a purpose within my life. And I learned key principles that whatever is happening in my life helped me out, you know, um, and just, just really has been so life-changing and transformational um, and, and where I am today, really. I love that. I absolutely love how you had such clarity at the age of six. It was just so clear. I love just the way you recall it is just so clear as well. And I absolutely love that. I also love you said you drifted in and out of spirituality and that's been me. You know, sometimes I cling to it. Other times I think, why me and abandon it? So yeah, absolutely. We do zigzag through life and we sort of try different things, but you've come back to what was probably your purpose all along, which is beautiful. And I think, um, sorry, I was going to say, I think it's quite interesting because um, when I was young, uh, I wanted to do nursing and I wanted to be a nurse. And that was very strongly embedded in me, almost like an innate kind of um, need to help other people. Yeah. Um, 
and I, but I didn't know where to go with it, you know, whereas now I am still helping people, but in a different way that combines the spiritual side of myself as well. So yeah, like you say, a complete purpose with it. Yeah, it's beautiful. So we all hear the word angels, you know, we all hear that term, but there's so many different types. I don't know if you could clarify, because we get like, does everyone have a guardian angel, but then there's sort of like the well-known superstar angels like <laughs> michael i don't know superstars right? yeah you know he's Don't a stud <laughs> yeah <laughs> the ones that are in hello magazine yeah. <laughs> but you know there's so you know the word angels kind of like thrown around and call on your angels but what are we calling on is it like our loved one that's gone to spirit or is it like an angel like michael <laughs> you know <laughs> Okay, so this is from my understanding, and this is from the work that I've done, and this is connecting to my own angels, connecting to other people's angels, um, and my own understanding. So I believe that as a child, age six, I believe that that was my guardian angel. Uh, that was an angel, and we all have a guardian angel. Everybody has a guardian angel. No matter how good or how bad <laughs> people are, they all have a guardian angel. And I believe that a guardian angel is someone that stays, that the angel that stays with you throughout your entire lifetime so from birth all the way up to the time when you pass and you transition back into the spiritual world they are with you they're there they're waiting they are higher celestial beings they're, they vibrate on a much higher level than we do because they're pure light um i don't believe that angels are past loved ones i believe that spirit spirits past loved ones are different to angels the angelic realm typically are not um beings that have incarnated onto the earth so they haven't walked the earth so they're not the same as um people's past loved ones so i believe that you know my grandparents for example are in spirit and i believe that they are in spirit i can connect with them but if i'm connecting with my angel i'm connecting on a different vibrational level and i actually describe it to people as having to meet in the middle when i connect with my angel when i connect with the angelic realm i have to raise my vibration up and likewise, they have to almost always bring their vibration down a little bit. And we have to kind of meet in the middle in order to kind of form that connection, which is why a lot of the practices that we do, you know, things, just simple things like lighting candles and creating an environment, uh, connecting in the right sort of frame of mind is really, really important. So I believe that we all have a guardian angel and they see you, see you through your whole life and all the experiences that you have in them. Um, then we have the sort of, uh, the celebrity angels. The <laughs> I like, no, I like that term, shall we? <laughs> um, the ones that we think of, you know, archangel, the, the overseers, the managerial angels really that have those specific purposes like Archangel Michael. And Archangel Michael is one that we've all heard of typically because that he runs through a lot of different religions. That, so people in, you know, Christianity okay. and obviously Judaism and things have heard of Archangel Michael. So more well known um, as the big, big man, the big protector, you know, I call on him for spiritual protection. So the archangels have different purposes. Um, Archangel Raphael, for example, is he who heals that's what his name means so he would typically be the one that we go to for healing but also he's the patron saint of um, soulmates so we can also go to him for help with soulmate relationships as well so they have these kind of uh purposes these roles um that we can kind of call on them to do but then i also 
know that there are just groups of angels so they're kind of you, you know if you just said i just need to call on the angels you, you could call on different groups of angels you know sometimes people would just call on romance angels or angels to help with your career so there's different groups of angels out there as well but what is definitely definitive is that they do exist <laughs> and i think one of the reasons i wanted to come on as well is because i just want people to know that i have such faith and belief in it and you know and, and a lot of people haven't had the kind of experiences that i've had in in seeing angel, angels in a physical form um you know and I, I feel very privileged to have done that people have you know just have the faith and they believe in their angels you know and I, I just think that's amazing but it's almost like every time I doubt you mentioned earlier that we zigzag and I think that's yeah. really accurate you know we go through bad points in our life that's the time we sort of should be clinging on to our spirituality the most <laughs> and yeah, I say to absolutely clients, I don't know any more about it and I'm like but this is the time <laughs> when you need them the most you know and we kind of think because challenges are presented that you know that, that, that there's no angels and that there's no kind of uh universal force and everything um but you know challenges come and go and if i think about uh, my life journey and the challenges that i've been through i had a lot more um sort of control over them than i thought that i did had a lot more power over the changes that i made because ultimately they all came from myself so uh yeah so so guardian angels archangels and lots of groups of angels as well i love it i truly do because i say we hear the term so much but then they got like the superstar ones and the guardian ones and things like that and then there's other beliefs it's just like so multifaceted isn't it that people say that the angels are always around us but then they don't because we've got free will they won't step in unless we ask them to is that true <laughs> yeah I, I think there's I mean if you think for example as a child um I didn't consciously call on an angel um it, you know I didn't do that and I distinctly remember not sort of you know it wasn't like I said a prayer or something like that even you know I don't remember doing that um I yeah I agree with that I think there are instances and cases that we have heard of where angels will come in in sort of uh, near-death sort of experiences or uh, accidents or kind of real crucial point and they will step in they will kind of intervene but I think generally um that they can sort of give little gentle nudges I think from the background yeah. <laughs> but they can sort of give us some signs whether we choose to follow those signs and listen to them and be open to them is another matter so I do think that they are they're not just completely passive and going oh if you don't call on me I'm not going to come and help you. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I don't think that that is <laughs> the case. Um, I think they are constantly trying to guide us, trying to push us. You know, it, it's those little thoughts that pop in your head. It is that the physical signs, the synchronicities, um, your angel numbers, your feathers, your signs in nature. Um, but it's also the, the intuitive feelings that you get, you know intuition is the language of the soul it is such a powerful way that is always guiding us but unfortunately we live in a world where there is a lot of noise and and uh you know disruption and we often look outwards 
for our sense of worth and our direction. Um, we don't always call on our angelic team or, or even look with, within ourselves. We're constantly distracted by the, the worry, the sort of material world that we live in. Um, and I think we lose track of the fact that we are always gently, there's a, there's a natural flow, I believe, to people's lives. And there's a reason that you're doing what you're doing right now. I genuinely believe that. And if you think of the things that have taken you up to this moment in your life, you'll probably go, ah, well, if that hadn't have happened, would I be doing this? And if this hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't be here now. And I know that when I look back, that relocation was looking back it was at the time it was the worst thing in the world but now it was the best thing that ever happened to me <laughs> you know yeah. um and, and hindsight's a wonderful thing and i think that our angels are constantly trying to reassure us and guide us and we need to kind of recognize that there is natural flow to our lives and we, we tend to push against the flow we tend to kind of go no i don't want to go that way because it's i don't know what's behind, you know what, what's up there or it seems a bit painful or i have to release something that's unfamiliar or i have to kind of go in new territory we push against it and it's like trying to swim upstream you know it's you yeah. don't and when we actually surrender and trust and we look at the signs that we're being given we find that things will eventually slot into place and i know it's hard in the moment when you're going yeah. through challenges to believe it but as i say we can look back in hindsight and i think all of us can probably relate to the fact that wow you know that springboarded me to here or that was a stepping stone to this or that even that experience that may have been painful helped me to grow and evolve and to learn about myself um so i think i think the angels are constantly trying to help us to find our flow um, and to gently nudge us towards our flow when we kind of go off path that's brilliant so would we know i know you said there's a difference between the angelic and the loved one would we know in a sort of vibrational way, in a feeling, whether an angel's helping us or a loved one? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, I do think that the two vibrate on different levels, you know. Um, when I do mediumship, for example, it is a very different energy. It does feel very different. And I think when we're wanting or setting out that intention to connect to a past loved one, we're kind of looking for that sense of sometimes we might get a certain smell or we might get a memory or we might get this sort of different feeling. The angelic realm vibrates a lot higher. I actually, when I connect with the angels, I actually get a little bit tearful. <laughs> um, and I know I've connected <laughs> when I have the tear because it's such a pure love, you know, vibration. Yeah. Whereas as humans, even, you know, our lovely grandmother um, in spirit would have had an ego and would have been fallible, you know, in that sense. So I think when we connect with them, it, it, it is a different energy um, than that real high, high vibrational energy of the angelic realm. Um, but you can connect with both. Um, I think the angelic realm, you do have to build up your vibration in that little bit higher. There's meditations and things that, that people can do to help that. Um, but it is a lot simpler than people think because <laughs> they are waiting there and they are sort of receptive and, and ready. Um, but we do have to be in that space and be open to it. But yeah, I, I think that it's, it's a different energy. They are separate. They are different. They're not the same. And I, and I know that from the work that I do and the readings that I do, you know, when a loved one comes in, it's, it feels very different to me than it's almost like I'm going, <laughs> you can't see, but I'm directing my sort of energy here and then up here. And it, it is very different. It feels different. You will almost, if you practice this, uh, you will notice the subtle differences. Cause remember this is energy work. Yeah. It's almost like, um, 
when you go into a room that you've not been in before, you notice the energy, you know, you, so, so connecting with spirit, connecting with the angelic realms is connecting with energy and the energy does feel slightly different or it feels slightly denser or it feels slightly sort of more uh, higher vibrational. So it's about practicing and becoming familiar with what different energies feel like. And as I say, we do that on a sort of basic level. When we meet new people, we get a sense of people. We go into a room and we feel, oh gosh, I don't like this energy. Um, or we kind of meet someone for the first time and we're not sure. So we are doing that already. It's just about kind of honing that and practicing that on a different level. But yeah, the, the angels are sort of on a, I would say on a sort of higher vibrational realm than past loved ones, but we can connect to both. Yeah. I think it's really valid what you're saying because I know we've all sort of gone around our friends' houses and they've just had a round. They think you don't know, but you walk in and it's like a wall, isn't it? They go, oh, no, Mark, Mark is on the cheek. You think you've so just rowed in this house. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't, maybe we don't always know. I say we're always so busy and pushing things away. Maybe we're not, you know, grateful of how intuitive we are. Like when we meet someone, I mean, mm. I used to work with someone and she smiled the first time she met me, but I just didn't like her. <laughs> know and I wasn't spiritual then I wasn't aware of my spirituality then but I just yeah. didn't like her and I don't know maybe it was a past life who knows but I don't think we always take the ownership of how we're feeling that energy we're getting well we don't trust it and this is the problem we don't trust our intuition because it's not something that we can see with our five senses it's not sort of science i mean obviously we know that the energy is, exists and we kind of you know scientifically we know that but typically we live in a world where we need to have proof and you know having a feeling about something you know people don't oh, what what you're going to change your your mind about that job opportunity based on your feeling well that doesn't seem sensible <laughs> you know <laughs> why would you be doing that oh yeah but i got a hunch or i got a sense well yeah but but you know if you if you look at the practical thing if you look at this and we're always kind of our, our brain our mind is in our logical space our ego space if you will is trying to almost convince us otherwise it's almost yeah. arguing with our intuition which is why we need to almost get more down into our heart space i say to people if you've got a decision to make if you're not sure what direction to take your mind is the one that's going to be going no you can't no you can't do it you can't do it because of this this and this it's the one that's connected to your self-limiting beliefs about yourself and the restrictions that have been imposed upon you from society from maybe your childhood from your experiences or your insecurities all is up in your head and your heart space is connecting more on, on that sort of soul level that that's the space we need to get in um because i think that, that we do dismiss our feelings we do dismiss those subtle signs and the same then we look back and we go oh but i knew yeah. i knew that that wasn't right oh i can't believe i didn't trust myself and it's only when we kind of make those sort of mistakes inverted commas if you will <clears throat> that we can then almost begin to trust ourselves and I, and I do say to people you know don't see these sort of um, misdirections as failures see them as them helping to sort of uh show you you know where your intuition is um it's like when you learn to do a connection with a past loved one or spirit or when i'm teaching people how to make those connections um and they say oh yeah but i think i'm just making it up and i say okay that's fine if you think that say what you think you're making up and then say what you think is coming from an intuitive place you know and if you're wrong we'll, we'll realize that some of that's come from your head and, and that's fine you now understand that so that when you connect again you will be able to decipher that uh that information so yeah i i i, <laughs> I definitely think that um 
you know we live in a world where it's just not strong enough to go on a feeling and, and so because of that we push it away and, and also because we are so up in our heads and our <laughs> and our headspace you know is the place where you have that that sort of ego-based fear and those self-imposed restrictions that's always trying to hold you back you know um when we've gone through the the covid situation and that is a huge time of uncertainty you know if anything it's taught us how to be in uncertainty because i have a lot of clients you know and, and, and they don't make decisions because they can't see what's around the corner so they just yeah. don't go there because actually the thought of being in a place that i know even if it's uncomfortable and not nice is sometimes actually better for that person or feels better than stepping out into the unknown into somewhere else so we hold ourselves back into this place where it's familiar but yeah we know the relationship's not right or we know the job's not right but we hold ourselves here because it's familiar you know we're comfortable yeah. with it um, and, and actually the thought of doing something new or pushing ourselves is scarier for some people and that's how people become stuck and they they can't invite that change and we, we kind of have to really push ourselves past our blocks and understand what they are and, and why they're there push ourselves past our head you know connecting into our heart space more um and connecting with you know the angelic realms which is on a, a much higher vibration to have that clarity um about how to move forward and, and and what direction to take in our lives that's brilliant so you said like the angelic energy is very different like a higher vibration so would that translate that if we're feeling depressed and struggling emotionally that's easy to connect to our loved ones because it's more of an earthly energy yeah that's a really interesting question i don't think it's necessarily easier but i think it's very different and i think if we think about energy we are constantly connecting with energy all the time you know when we go into a room with somebody we're becoming aware of the energy when we meet somebody we're becoming aware of their energy and if, and if someone is depressed and in that kind of lower vibrational energy we can pick up on that so i think when we connect with the angels it is that higher vibrational space and it is about creating an environment in order to be able to do that so for example i have all my card decks here my crystals my incense my candles everything to kind of create that atmosphere i put on some angelic reiki music as well and make that connection but i do feel that it is actually easier than people make out there's not a, a science to it it is really as simple as asking the question you know angels will you please connect with me angels i've got this uh, question asking them for help and asking them for direction the problem is that people often uh, want to control the outcome of that request so for example we say to the angels, oh, I want help with my relationship, but I only I want this, this and this to happen. Or I want help with my job, but only if that's the solution. You know, we don't just trust and surrender and allow the natural flow of things to happen. So what I recommend to people to do is to almost create an angel post box. And I'll explain what I mean by this. So if you've got a question, if you're looking for direction, you want help in an area of your life, you can physically write it down onto a piece of paper. That's a really, really useful tool. It really gets the energy out there or even in your head. And then what you need to do is either visualize or, or literally fold it up. I've had people fold them up literally. And then imagine, <clears throat> visualize this post box in front of you. And it's, can, it's basically your little portal to the angelic realm. And you're going to basically push your request through that post box and then you're going to let it go. Then you're going to step back. 
because often what we do is we don't trust and we want to control the outcome so much and we're really really prescriptive with it we're like oh you know <clears throat> i want to have uh three angel feathers and five coins and, and you know and then i'll kind of get the message and it's like oh well that's not really fair is it you know that's not <laughs> that, that's not really reasonable um you know the angelic realm that is a different realm it's a different energy they're not here on earth in this earthly form in, in a physical body they don't have physical bodies they don't identify masculine and feminine i know we do put that onto um angels but, but they don't actually have that because they don't have a body so it's not really sort of fair to put those restrictions on it so it is about trusting that the angelic realm uh, has miraculous solutions that are beyond the scope of our human imagination. They really truly are. They know what's in our best interest for our greatest and highest good. You know, sometimes we cling on to toxic relationships. Sometimes we cling on to things that are familiar. We cling on to jobs that are no good for us because we're scared of pushing ourselves forward. We're scared of kind of repelling ourselves into new territory. Um, so sometimes if we just literally put that request in and then let it go and just trust and see what happens, you know, see what signs come in, see what bits of information and intuitive messages come in, see those, those sort of symbols around us in nature and, and everything and allow that to be our guide. I think our past loved ones also want to help us. They also want to connect with us, let us know that they are around. I think that's probably the thing that we need the most actually from our past loved ones is to know that they're okay. That, that is generally, you know, when people come from mediumship reading, what they want to know is, are they okay? <laughs> is yeah. it them? One, is it them? You know, the evidence. And then two, are they okay? You know, and do they have any messages? Um, and I think it's a, it's a different kind of connection, you know, and the more that you work with the angels, the more that you connect in with your loved ones, the more that you do these exercises and call on them, you'll become aware. Some people, when they are talking to past loved ones, we'll see sort of sort of more i would say more material signs in the sense of maybe light bulbs flashing maybe smelling things um just sensing the energy maybe getting a memory in there obviously you can start to receive specific information but sometimes when we're very connected to that person um we don't see it as that so for example if i was connecting to your past loved one um i would be able to bring in information that that only you would know whereas if you were connecting with them uh, you'd know it all already. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. you're sort of doubting, oh, well, that's not a message because, you know, I kind of thought that's what they would say. So I, that's why people go for readings. You know, they, they want someone else to kind of validate that. So I think they are two aspects of spirituality that we can connect to that want to help us, that want to support us, that want to guide us. Our loved ones, just like um, when they were in the physical realm, you know, they want to help and guide us in the same way. But as I say, they, they did live on the, the, the earthly realm. They did have an ego. They were fallible. Whereas the angelic realm is very, very high vibration. As I say, I get quite emotional when I connect with it. It's, it's so, it's so pure. Um, it's such a pure love energy, you know, and it's, it's different. It feels very different to connecting to, you know, grandma Joe or someone, yeah. you know, when you're connecting with them, he's bringing in other messages. So it is about sensing the energy. And I think the more people practice that, even, you know, going into rooms, connecting to different people and kind of going, Oh, well, you know, I get a sense of that. I'm, I'm feeling an energy, uh, energy is all around us. We know that we know that that's scientifically proven. It's just about, connecting into these different energies and it's about pushing away these beliefs that because we can't see them in physical form that they don't exist you know because they do yeah I love that and I, I was guilty of some of that like when you set out an intention or a manifestation you're like this is what I want but like this 
and that and I did get the giggles inside because you're saying sort of somebody wanted like three feathers five coins I could just imagine like Miss Celebrity Archangel Michael with a little man bag <laughs> with coins and feathers inside <laughs> you know, throwing them around there's like confetti <laughs> there's the two that yeah, yeah. well, you know up there in the angelic realms going you've got any spare change you've got some really awkward customers <laughs> down there in earth but yeah, it's we, like, you know, we control everything and we try and control it. And if we ask for a sign, but it's not what we want, that we don't trust in, you know, they must be up there like, you know, plucking their feathers out because you don't rip your hair out, but plucking their feathers out. <laughs> just going sort of like, seriously, how clear can I tell you? Yeah. And, 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 you know, and again, when we, when think, when we look back in hindsight, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but it's actually really useful um, in spirituality because we look back and we go, I knew that I had that sign. I, you know, and they might take you out of a really unhealthy environment. Maybe you want that environment because you want that relationship or you think yeah. that that you know, situation is right for you. And they can take us out of these really unhealthy relationships. They can align us. But at the time, it can feel like we're going backwards. It can feel like we are going away. It can feel like we're never going to be happy. When we're in the eye of the storm, when we're embroiled in the emotions of the situations of life, the challenges of life, say, for example, you have a redundancy. For most people at the time, that would be the worst thing in the world, you know, people worrying about money, how they're going to live. And then I have clients, you know, and stories of people who are like, oh my God, I set up my own business. I now have a better work home balance. I'm able to pick my kids up from school. But, you know, if they would never have requested that, oh yeah, by the way, can you make me redundant? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so true. Yeah. But they might have requested some help with their job. Um, yeah. you know, and, and this is not to say that the angels are up there trying to sort of trip us up. It's just to say that there is a flow. There is, I really believe there is a natural flow. And when we look at our lives and we look at where we are and when we look at what's happened and what's come before us, um, there is a, a direction and an alignment and certain things sort of have to happen in order for us to grow or to learn or to be where we are. And sometimes that you're at a stepping stone point, you know, you're not there yet. Yeah. You're not going to get there. You know, it just means that you're being sort of pushed forward. Um, and, and sometimes we, we lose patience. You know, we, we're, not, we're not patient. Typically, we don't like uncertainty and we don't like impatience. You know, we want things to happen right now. I want to manifest it. I bet it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen in the next five days, because that's what I've requested to the universe. And I don't believe in spirituality. You know, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You've got 11 days because that's angelic. You can have 11 days and that's your lot. <laughs> Yeah, one, one, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we, I think we need to relax a little bit and trust uh, and have faith. And when we do step back, we're stepping back. Don't forget, when you step back from that post box, when you step back, you are stepping back from your ego, from your self-limiting beliefs, from your blocks, from all those parts of yourself that think that you can't do it, that it won't happen in that way. You know, you're stepping back from all those preconceived notions. You're, you're kind of moving yourself away. And the angelic realm is really connecting you with your, your higher self, your heart space, the part of yourself inside that knows what is best for you. And uh, sadly, you know, <clears throat> if people have been through past traumas or you know have been uh, sort of self-limiting beliefs in their life or have um other sort of issues to do with their worth and their insecurity we we you know we we don't trust ourselves and we block ourselves all the time and generally you know the clients that i see the ones that i would describe as spiraling round and round and not really moving forward are the ones that are pushing against the flow they're trying to control um they're not allowing 
things to just happen and trusting that process. So I think trust and surrender are really important words with this. Yeah, and I think surrender is a brilliant word. I used to use the word acceptance, but I think surrender is even more open to it. Like you, you know, if you accept, you kind of think, okay, this is what it is. But I think when you yeah. surrender, you're open to whatever it is, and it's quite different, isn't it, between acceptance it's and quite surrender? Scary. Yeah, it, it's quite scary when you think of because surrender is kind of saying, oh, I want help with this, but I'm kind of saying to you, just do whatever is needed in the, for yeah. my best and highest good. That's actually quite hard to do. People do struggle with that because it's it, it is, and you know, and I'm someone who. Um, myself I've struggled massively with having to control situations and if I don't know what's going to happen you know it creates anxiety I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that you know um, if we don't know what's going to happen or how um, it creates that anxiety and as I say that's that's why people become stuck because they stay in the familiar you know they stay in what is comfortable to them and surrender I think is a difficult thing because it's saying what well, you know what no matter what as long as this is for my greatest and highest good and will lead me to happiness I'm okay with that um yeah. and we have to get to a space where we we want to allow the angels we want to allow them to to create that for us um and that does involve a very conscious stepping back and that's why i actually tell people to do this visualization because it's almost like it's a conscious stepping back you know physically stepping back yeah. um and saying okay um here you go this is what i'm struggling with this is what i need direction with just please help you know, in the best way that you can. And, and that's when the greatest um, outcomes happen and the most transformational sort of changes is when we just allow ourselves to trust that flow uh, rather than thinking that, you know, um, that we can control every single thing that's happening. You know, we, we need to just trust, I think, more. Yeah. I am guilty of trying to control everything. And, you know, my time frame. I need to tick this box. I've got a checklist in life, you know. But then sometimes when you do give into it, or maybe chase off something else so your mind's not on that. The most beautiful things happen with the most divine time and in the synchronicities, they do come, don't they? They do come and they come in a multitude of different ways. And that's why, you know, we sort of laughed about the Archangel Michael with the coins, but, but, but you know, it, it, it is important to, to really notice the synchronicities because your synchronicities will be different to mine, you know? Um, it's something that I always say to people, it's something that will catch your attention. You'll, you'll know. Um, it, it, it might not be those three feathers in a line. It might be something else, but you'll know, you know, yeah. or an opportunity. But I also do think we have to meet the angels in the middle, not just vibrationally, but also in the sense of, well, you know what? If I do want to say, for example, have a new job, um, what am I actually going to do? What, what steps am I going to take to create that energy? You know, I'm just yeah. going to sit here passively and go, oh, my soulmate's going to knock on the door and my job's just going to land on my feet. And, you know, uh, I think we need to be meeting them in the middle. We need to be sur surrendering, but also then what energy am I putting into that as well? You know, what are my thoughts about that? And being aware of th that we have to kind of um, meet them in the middle. It's almost like if there's a ship out to sea, you know, you can see it from the shore. Are yeah. you going to swim out a little bit to meet it? Or are you just going to wait and wait and wait? You know, you need to meet, you need to swim out a little bit and meet that ship. Um, and then the two together will just, it will be so beautiful, so synchronistic. And, you know, it, it really helps with aligning people. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Because I was thinking like, well, either would work. But actually, if you're sitting there waiting, you're going to be waiting a very long time. And it could even yeah. change course while it's waiting for you there, yeah. couldn't it? <laughs> Might have a bit of wind. Yeah. Then you really need yeah. to call your angels. 
Well, you know, divine timing and, and maybe in, in relationships and things like that, when we talk about connecting with soulmates, you know, timing is really important, divine timing. So, so yeah, that, that's kind of true to an extent, you know, you're going to let opportunities pass you by because you're so passively waiting. So whilst yeah. we do need to trust and surrender, we also need to think about what energy am I putting into this? You know, do I really want this or am I just sitting here going, okay, deliver, you know, yeah. <laughs> let's sort of meet in the middle a little bit and help them out a little bit um, there. Yeah. I absolutely loved the angelic post box, whether you do that in your mind, if you actually write in the letter, I absolutely love that tool. What other tools can people use from today to help them connect to the angels? Well, one of the things that I would say is really, really important. And it's a really simple exercise. Literally just want people to go into a quiet space. You know, if you have got a, a space set up, I really recommend that actually for people. Um, I've got clients who have just literally got a little bit of a table, a little bit of a windowsill. Some have got amazing, you know, I've, I've got an angel room. I'm <laughs> <Sorry laughs> really lucky. But, um, you know, it starts with just like a little desk or a little space. Creating that space um, to connect is really important. You're setting a very powerful intention when I come near that when I go into that room when I go into that space I'm getting ready to connect so you're setting that energy you're setting that intention and then what people need to do is you know you can you can place the music you can light a candle I use um, some incense sprays usually as well um, and then really what people can do is they can just sit within the quiet and they can just say a very simple I ask my guardian angel to come forward and to let me know your presence and then you need to be open to some people feel hot some people feel tingly some people feel cobweb sensation some people get sort of um, images that come in <clears throat> for me when I do this exercise I feel quite emotional because it's such a beautiful love energy but it, it's really quite simple it's just allowing yourself that space and you know removing the mental chatter getting into the almost that meditative state and allowing them to connect with you to kind of it's almost like saying right you know I want to I want to be friends I want to make this connection it's really really simple it's not hard it's not you know you don't have to go on lots of courses and and you can but you don't have to <clears throat> you they're there to connect with you you know I, as a child at age six, I didn't have any candles and, and music and everything. You know, they just appeared. They, they are there. They are around you. But this can really help us to, to get to know their energy and what that feels like. So literally sitting there, you can ground your feet. You can visualize some roots from the soles of your feet to ground you. And then you can call upon your uh, guardian angels for your greatest and highest good to come close, to connect with you in sight, in sound, in touch, and then really be open to that information. And some people find um, that they actually get loads of great information the other thing that you can do with this exercise as a kind of an extension when you feel comfortable is you can add in automatic writing <clears throat> and automatic writing is just a way of almost uh, allowing your your pen to be very loose on the page and when you're connecting with your angel when you're calling them into you you're asking for archangel's protection as well during these sessions so you can make sure that you're very protected um, and then you can really just ask them what is what is it i need to know what is it i need to know or you can ask them a specific question 
And then with a piece of paper and a pen, you can just hold that lightly and just allow it to make movements. Sometimes at the start, it just looks like complete scribble. Sometimes people get numbers. So I've had, we did this exercise actually recently with a group of people um, on my membership group. And, you know, people had uh, numbers, some people had little symbols and signs, some people just had keywords, you know. So that's another tool of, of, a, of a more kind of um, practical visual way of connecting. Um, but, but these two exercises, are very basic they're very easy to do everyone's got the tools at home to be able to do them and it really is just about um, setting up that connection with them allowing them to draw close to you you know there's some there's some great guardian angel meditations archangel meditations on YouTube that are completely free as well um, so people really can connect in a variety of very very simple easy ways but those two tools um, as well as the post box I highly recommend I love that I started, I mean, I'm quite blessed, like you, I've got my own room where my office is like half practical, Shelley's here to work, and then the other half is just like crystals, angels, Kuan Yin, <laughs> Buddha, beads, yeah. books in colour coordination, you know, there's probably some real psychology <laughs> behind how it's laid out. But I started off like when we had smaller homes, I started off with just a wooden tray, and then I'd get a, like, a card for the week ahead, put crystals and feathers around it, and I just worked around a tray, and Love obviously that. manifested a house now but you're saying about being open and I hope this is all right to share because actually from my second book so I was trying to do an angelic connection one day and I do believe in angels I know it's quite it would be quite humorous but I do believe that we're never alone and there's this like protection around us but I did kind of want a celebrity angel to come through on this particular occasion <laughs> so I just sat there and I had like these cards out and I had the crystals mm. out I was on my own you know namaste all that beautiful stuff was happening yeah. and I connected and it was a really clear connection and then I asked the name and I was thinking she must be saying Michael or Michelle she must be but her name was Muriel and she was purple <gasps> oh, I love and so <laughs> so I was there going I think you're pronouncing it wrong don't think you're, <laughs> do you know what I mean like excuse me sweetie don't think you're saying your name right don't think you're the right color and she was very clear, very lovely energy, actually. But her name is Muriel and she worked with like a sort of like mauve color. And so that oh, is wow. in my second book, like be open. Like sometimes we don't get mm. the celebrity ones. We just get what we need. <laughs> and I got Muriel. Yeah, what we most need at that present time. And I, that, that's amazing you said that actually, because um, I say that all the time. I say the information that will come forward is what you most need to hear at this present time. Now that again, it's not always <laughs> what we think we need to hear in order to move ourselves forward it's not and that's why you need to be very open when you make these connections exactly you know it's interesting you said about the name because you can easily incorporate that into the exercises that I've said you know you can just literally when you're sitting there in that energy you've got the music and you're you're connecting you can sort of visualize this upwardness as well that helps um, and you can just ask for a name and, and I tell you a very interesting um, story it's quite funny as well actually <clears throat> When I, uh, one of the earlier times when I first did this exercise, um, I got given the name Sarah. And I was like, right, okay, Sarah, that's great. I was like, oh, I'd love some validation about that. You know, could you just give me some validation that your name actually is Sarah and that I'm not making this up? Which is what we all want. We want that yeah. validation. And um, it was a couple of days later, um, I think I was in the bathroom. I think I was in the bath, actually. And uh, I got into the bath. And... Um, and I looked down and the clothes that I'd just taken off to get into the bath and on the label 
of one of the tops. It was obviously the brand or it was something to do with where I got it from. And it just said, Sarah, it was like S-A-R-A, Sarah. <laughs> and I was like, I just said, thank you. I was like, and it made me laugh so much because it was so ridiculous. But it was so validating, you know, like what? And and this is what I mean, you know, like it's something just for you. Like I knew yeah. in that instant, like, that's my sign. It wasn't my feather, it wasn't my numbers. It wasn't big lights, you know. It was something really funny and silly that happened a couple <laughs> of days later. It was like, wow, that's my validation. So yeah, being open to it is really, really important, I think. And just, you know, allow, they are, you know, they, they are funny and they are, they, they, they will, they do connect and that, you know, it's, it's like having best friends around. It's amazing. And if you're open to it, it's like, wow, oh my God, you know, that's crazy that that came through in that way. So yeah. But I love things like that. I mean, I honestly believe in like past life, future lives, everything like that and angels so I know there's been a lot of humor but I do believe it but there is another funny story that I do an evening dog walk with my son and he's 14 and I walk along and if I see a feather if one floats down even better so we're walking along last week and I went oh there's a feather oh there's another one. Oh well this is a beautiful evening it's gonna be a really positive business week ahead look there's another one and we kept walking there's more feathers and there's a dead pigeon and he went <laughs> and he just went Wow, that's a mighty spiritual sign right there, mum. And oh, sometimes, brilliant. you know what I mean? That's going like, oh, you know, because I've asked a question like, show yeah. me, you know, the week ahead. And it was like, feather, 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 dead pigeon. And my son was just like, that's a very spiritual <laughs> sign, mum. So, I think, do you know what? That That is interesting, though, because someone sort of said, uh, sort of said to me once, you know, well, what are these sort of angel feathers from heaven? And I said, look, I said, <clears throat> When you see a butterfly, when you see a feather, you know that that feather's come from a bird, okay? Like, you know, it's come from something or, or a cushion, you know, <laughs> you yes. know that it's come from something. But it's still a sign, you know, it's still a sign. It is something that we can look for. Um, and, you know, yes, necessarily, I, I don't know if I do think that they're up there sprinkling feathers onto me, but I know that they're being placed or I'm being positioned in places where I can view that as a sign for what I need to know. And that's the point. That's when you know you're in alignment. And I would say if you are seeing a lot of synch uh, synchronicities in terms of repetitive numbers, which I get asked about a lot, if you're seeing a lot of, you know, your one, one, ones, your triple numbers, your repeated numbers, if you are seeing a lot of feathers or, your, you know, feathers in unusual places, I had one that came out of the fridge once. And I don't put my eggs in the fridge. I don't put them in there. <laughs> That's controversial, but I don't. And it came out and I was like, oh, and I think I put it on my Instagram story. I was like, look what's come out of my, my fridge, this feather. Um, you know what I mean? Like that to me is yeah. a sign. It, it, it's, it's about being open to that. You know, yes, we, we know that feathers come from things that are physical, but you're being positioned and it's very, it's very validating for me that you're on the right path. You know, I typically see them if I, I, to me, it's like, you're okay, Camilla, you're in where you need to be, you're where you need to be right now. And even if yeah. that is not where you want to end up, or you see yourself being, know that it is where you need to be at this present time. There's lessons there, there's growth lessons, you might be being, as I said earlier, on a kind of springboard, on a stepping stone, you know, whatever is happening, you're going to be okay, you're going to get through it, or knowing that you are going in the right direction. And that's what they mean to me. And that's how I see them. I love that message. Like, you're in the right place, even if it's not where you want to be or where you saw yourself, you're on the right path. I love that. I've never yeah. seen it from that perspective. So thank you. I love it. <laughs> so you're so living beautiful. And yet, 
but and you're so wise but is there a particular saying that you use or positive affirmation that you use with all your angelic work yes there is now it's very basic but there's two versions of it uh one of them is basically everything lies within and i'll talk about that in a minute and then the longer one is ralph emerson and it says what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us and the, the, the sort of saying everything lies within is helped me so much on my spiritual path and my journey and it is one key thing that i would say just sums up <laughs> what spirituality means to me and that is that we have everything inside us that we need to navigate this earth our life path and our life purpose i think as humans we live in a comparison type living world we are constantly comparing ourselves on social media we are constantly looking at what our neighbors doing on facebook what holidays they're going on <clears throat> our life isn't maybe following their direction we feel we have to speed up we feel we have to slow down we have feel we have to meet the needs of other people we look to other people for validation we look to our friends well can you tell me what to do please because i'm struggling yeah. here we're always looking outside of ourselves please help me please someone else something else um help me with this and and you know it can get to a toxic point if we're thinking um about things like drugs alcohol eating you know even for me you know you, you're doing that to, to fill a void within essentially yeah. you're looking for something to fill something up within yourself that you don't have um so it can be as basic as us feeling bad on social media that someone else has got a new job and we're sitting here struggling or on Valentine's Day, if you're single, going on Facebook and going, oh my God, you know, um, or, or, or it can be on that sort of more toxic level. But I think that the essence is that we don't need all of that, you know, that all that noise, everything external to us um, is not going to provide us with answers. It's not going to give us security. It's not going to give us self-worth and self-love and self-acceptance. A relationship is not going to give us that. You know, relationships should be sort of adding, you know, it shouldn't be about filling us up. We need to learn to fill our own well up. We need to learn to accept ourselves, to do the inner work, the shadow work. You know, why am I, why do I have these? triggers why do i react in this way why do i have these self-limiting beliefs you know self-awareness is key um self-awareness is everything you understand yourself and how you act in a certain way um then you can do something about it you know and i think being very honest with ourselves having that dialogue well you know i do need to change that i, I don't want to be that reactive i don't want to be that jealous or that insecure i, I do want to work on that you know where does it come from right okay i'm not going to dwell on that forever but i'm going to understand why and then i'm going to be able to move myself forward but all of that comes from within myself that's not that yeah. anything else that anyone can provide and yes you know i love the self-help books i love following people on instagram that are spiritual i love my cards you know I love all of that but I also know that they are tools you know they can inspire you people can inspire you they can trigger things and, and, and thoughts and ideas but ultimately and essentially all you have is yourself and you know on this journey of life you, you're with yourself the whole time you know people will come yeah. in and out at different points all you have is yourself so everything lies within is my mantra <laughs> to everything and what i have to remind myself on you know um at different points because don't forget though we've had lots of positive change you know and there's a story about positive change um things will crop up challenges will happen you know we'll be triggered again 
that that's normal and i say to people you know just because healing is not linear you know it, it, it's a sort of lifelong process it is linear rather it's a lifelong process it's not an end destination it is committing to constant constantly having to work on the challenges that present um and, and really ultimately knowing that you have everything within yourself to do that and i know that the angelic realm as well has, has kind of helped meet that together and, and really helped me to heal and, and to go on and help other people so everything lies within yeah and it's so important it is I think we give so much of our power away like you're saying like you're always saying what do you think what would you do and it's just like but it's not their story it's yours and we should always bring it back to self isn't it and like you said exactly. yeah I love it because you said earlier like if you find yourself somewhere and there's a feather why you might not like where you are like with it's your job your relationship your opinion of yourself you're on the right path and I yeah. love that absolutely yeah, love it you're guided you're you know you are guided you are protected um it, it's about being open to seeing that realizing that understanding that um being receptive to that you know relinqu relinquishing control over everything opening ourselves up getting into our heart space more and we do you know we put out our power all the time we we completely disempower ourselves you know and like i said you know sometimes yes of course it's helpful to sort of say to somebody else but you know every single no one's no one's had my experiences no one's had your experiences no one's had your upbringing your child everything that you have is 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 you <laughs> so if you yeah. need to make changes in your life you you need to be sort of inciting them yourself and like i say you can be inspired and helped by people along the way but you ultimately have to do it yourself and it is your journey and it is your signs from the spiritual world you know and and i sort of say to people look you know yes you haven't seen an angel in physical form but my goodness you've had this 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 and this and i said it's an in very you know and you have so much to offer and so many things that are working toward for you um you know and, and there's lots of people that may have seen spirit in physical form and you sort of think oh you know why haven't i where's where's my son you know but it, it but it, it's, it's not for the few and i say this to everyone it's not for the few angels are not for the few i don't actually like the word gifted I really don't like it. Um, people say to me, oh, you've got a gift. And I say, no. I said, because a gift, uh, that sort of lends to the idea that it's something that is limited to few people, that not everyone can have it. And I actually liken it to learning the piano. Um, it's an analogy I use a lot. And I say, right, so if you learn the piano, so everyone can learn the piano, okay, Beethoven. Can learn the piano we can all learn the piano now some people will will read the music they will learn to read the music some people will do sight reading some people will just play will just learn some people will take longer than others some people will have obstacles in their way where they don't get to practice as much as other people but ultimately everyone can learn to do it and it's the same with spirituality in terms of connecting with spirit and connecting with your angelic realm it's not a gift of the few of course it's a blessing but it's not limited to people um, some people as i say pick it up are more receptive can just you know go to it and, and, and a music have a musical ear <laughs> yeah but everyone can do it everyone can learn everyone can develop the angels aren't sitting there going well i'm only going to come to you you and you it doesn't work <laughs> like that <laughs> everyone can tap into it everybody can yeah yeah that's brilliant because i think archangel michael i'm not going to shelly because she was rude about me handbag i'm not going to her <laughs> <laughs> you're on the blacklist <laughs> yeah <laughs> find your own feathers yeah <laughs> Bless you. I've absolutely loved speaking to you. Absolutely loved it. Oh, it's been amazing. And think, yeah. And I think you're just like, even if people don't believe in angels, do believe in angels. I think 
there's a really valuable message that you're not alone and just find something to believe in that resonates with you. I've absolutely loved it. So if people want to get in contact, we've got your website, angelicconnectionswithcamilla.com and you're on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, definitely. Angelic Connections with Camilla. You can pretty much find me on, on most platforms, Instagram, Facebook and on my website. Yeah, if anyone wants, wants to send me a message, that'd be lovely. But it's, it's been such a pleasure. I've, honestly, I've so enjoyed it so much. I really have. Oh. So easy to chat to. So thank you. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a positive review. If you would like to create your own positive changes, you can buy Positive Changes, a self-kick book from all online book retailers or from shellyfknight.com. If you need a dollop of positivity until the next episode, come like and follow us over on Facebook at Shelley F. Knight, Life Goes On. As always, I've been Shelley F. Knight and you've been amazing.